<sighs> Once again, I find myself sitting here stumped on how do I start this? Last week, I started focusing on why I'm here. I know why I'm here. I think it's time I do start getting into the real part of it all. This past week was incredibly hard to deal with. About 30 minutes or so before my very first episode went live, our building that we live in was struck by lightning. I grew up in Iowa and Wisconsin where when a storm comes in, you know that it's okay to stand out on the porch and watch it or even stand under an eavesdrop or two and take, as we called it when I was a kid, a rain shower. With where I grew up, you weren't worried about a tornado unless you were up on the ridge. We lived in basically a hole right on the Mississippi River. At times, I really missed the river and the fall colors and the seasons change and the trees are beautiful. I don't miss the humidity and I sure don't miss the storms and all the flooding. When I left that area, I swore I wasn't going to live in another area where I had to deal with severe storms again. In a way, you could say that in my 30-some years of living in the Midwest, I was lucky as I really only encountered a tornado once, and that was by accident. In a way, I guess. Or maybe it wasn't. You can decide. My mother, bleh, my mother decided that we needed to go for a drive one day, so we loaded my three kids in the car and we headed out. The sky off to our left had looked incredibly unsettling and very wicked. It wasn't until I saw the, the saw and pointed out to my mother that it looked like there may be a tornado coming our way. It didn't matter to her, as she was driving and we were going in whatever direction she was headed, even if that meant we were driving towards a dangerous situation. I found out at church that following Sunday that we did indeed see a tornado and it had tore several things apart at a neighboring farm that was only two miles off the road we were driving down. That was way too close for comfort and I promised myself and my kids that we'd never take chances like that again. I also couldn't believe the lack of concern presented by my mother that she not only was driving herself towards a dangerous location, but she had, she had zero concern about her daughter or her three grandkids. We'll dive more into my whole mother issue. And yes, there's quotes around that later. So when our building got hit this past week and all the events that have followed after, my sense of security and my sense of safety were shook in ways that I had no idea they could be shook. I sure as hell don't even feel remotely safe in our building, even less safe now than I did before. We lost several electronics. All of our recessed lights were burnt out and the emergency system was destroyed. What we figured happened is that the lightning initially struck our building just below my bedroom hitting one of the main electrical boxes. And then it bounced to the building across the parking lot from us and struck the emergency system. And then 
hit the car their carport, causing sparks to fly in front of the apartment that is downstairs. Our property manager had no idea what to do when she finally got here. And of course, like usual, she asks me what to do about the building and where to look. I pointed out the electrical boxes on the building to see what the status was and if, I don't know, maybe we could locate maybe an electrical fire or at least see maybe where it got hit. But everything was running as it should be. When she opened the electrical closet where the main shutoffs are for the building, it smelt as if someone took a box of firecrackers in there and set them all off. Luckily, there was no smoke, but a very strong smoldering type of a smell. The lovely 911 dispatcher hung up on several of us for calling to report that our building had been hit by lightning and that our property manager advised us to call and request the fire department be sent. Apparently, them hanging up on us was justified because we weren't calling to report an injury or a fire, even though we could be experiencing an electric fire and not even know it. If you've ever experienced an electrical fire or know someone who has, it's not an experience that you really want to remember because it's like having a deadly gas in your house and not being able to smell it. So anyway, the fire department comes and several of the firefighters walk past several tenants of the building, just rolling their eyes. Nobody was telling us anything as far as should we get everyone out of the building? Should we plan to relocate for the night? Get out our important items? Nothing. They just kept walking past and looking at the outside of the building as if the building itself was going to tell them something. Yeah. Definitely not impressed with how things were handled, or any of it so far. Nobody even entered any apartment to check anything, but whatever. I'm just a tenant that pays rent and lives here. Apparently, I know nothing, and supposedly a fire department in another state is the best fire department ever because they train our firefighters here, and they know all about fire science. Hmm. <laughs> I know several people that have lost homes due to electrical fires that will say otherwise about fire science. One of those people was even a firefighter themselves who lost their home because they got struck, you know, it, the house got struck by lightning and the fire department said it was okay. It was all clear, good to go. Just for them to later call the fire department and be lucky they got themselves out of their house in time before they lost their own lives. So yeah, electricity is not fun to deal with. But that's a whole different topic. Let's just not go there or even take the time to go into it. If you are curious about fire science or electrical fires, though, 
then go do some research. It's it's rather interesting. And I've never had a fire department tell me the actual cold hard truth about how fires really work and tend to act. Moving on. So we're told that night that everything should be fine. And now the fire chief has turned off the power to the building until morning. Hmm. For some reason, we still have power. And the property manager had no explanation for that other than to tell me that the fire chief turned off all the power to the building. Call me crazy, but don't you think that if you, they did, then you wouldn't have any power? Then again, what do I know? I wasn't trained by the best fire department ever. The next morning comes, and the property manager brings some random person around telling me that they're with one company, and then changing it and telling me they're with a different company when they get here. Hmm. Who is this person, really? She hasn't checked the outlet where our TV, internet boxes, and the Xbox, all of which we've lost, are plugged in. Everything seems to test fine there. Then he checks the outlet in my kitchen and says, that everything is fine and we shouldn't have any problems. Okay, but we lost electronic devices plugged in to other outlets in other rooms. Are they fine too? What about the electrical lines that connect all these recessed lights? How do we know that that electrical line is okay? So out of all the outlets in a three-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, they check three outlets. I guess I'll take their word for it, since apparently the property manager must have got another degree and learned everything she needs to know about electricity, since, you know, the building has been struck by lightning, to confirm his information is indeed accurate. Again, I'm still confused who this person is that she's bringing into my apartment. As she told me, two different companies now. And he has zero identification on him to indicate that she gave the correct business name out of the two she mentioned. <laughs> Maybe I should have asked him for his card. I don't know. Would that even have been right of me to ask for? considering I have zero control over how anything is handled with my apartment. Remember, I'm just a renter. And all I really have the right to is the right to live here and having my belongings here. And I'm not even allowed to have some of my belongings here because they're on the list of not allowed on the property items. I'm actually told I'm allowed to have my room set up and how we're supposed to use our deck. 
not the greatest place to live if you want freedom, that's for sure. Moving on. Let's talk, let's talk about the recess lights, shall we? So before the property manager leaves with this unidentified gentleman, she informs me that they can't just change the light bulbs and the recess lights. Instead, they have to change the entire fixture. But yet the electrical lines are just fine because they've been walking around in the attic all morning and nothing appears to be burning. I think I need to do some research on these light fixtures and just exactly how do they work because this still sounds a tad bit concerning for me. How exactly does lightning strike a main electrical box that affects all the recessed lighting through a building that has four three-bedroom apartments, four two-bedroom apartments, four one-bedroom apartments, and two hallways up and downstairs with each level containing three recessed fixtures. Hello. My apartment alone has 11 of these fixtures. Yeah, my mind is rather blown at this time about this subject. She also informs me that even though the lightning struck the emergency system box, not only set off and not only set off all of our smoke alarms to the point that they were sounding off screaming fire, fire, and it blew out the emergency lights in the hallway of both our hallways in this building. But I bit my tongue as she continued to say that the smoke alarms will still work. They just won't send an instant notification to 911 that there's a fire. We'd have to call 911 manually. <laughs> I still would call 911 manually if I have a fire, but excuse me. Um, yeah, they now have to replace two of our smoke alarms as we changed the batteries in them and they completely drained the brand new batteries and started chirping again. These are kid brand smoke alarms and they are wired into the electrical. So as of Saturday, we've been without two smoke alarms. <laughs> One of which is the smoke alarm that sits between the kitchen and the living room as they are just one big room. She claimed she went to get new batteries for us on Saturday but my son was gone when she got back. Yeah, there's another lovely lie from this person. As my son was sleeping all day and his van never left until just before I was pulling into, into town that day. He was busy taking care of our traumatized chocolate lab and not feeling well himself. So he stayed in bed all day and missed his bike race. She got a not-so-lovely phone call from me when I arrived home as she isn't allowed to schedule anything that involves coming into her apartment unless she provides a 24-hour notice or it's an emergency. Her notice was barely over 12 hours. And 
It was in regards to installing lights, not an emergency. Plus, I would have saw to it that someone other than my son was here for her when she came in because our last property manager stole from people when she entered their apartment, including us. So we don't want anyone enter now unless we're here. I also wasn't happy to see the two smoke alarms just sitting there chirping away. She was hoping that if they unplugged them from the ceiling, that they would be fine. Yeah, nope, they continued to chirp. And our lovely dog refused to leave the back bedroom. Now, when I called her, she offered to bring over those batteries to try. When she got off from her second job at 11 o'clock at night. Apparently, being a property manager, you don't have to make your uh, property your main priority. And she's allowed to have other jobs and uh, put us on that, you know. Lack of better term, back burner. But, you know, moving on. So Sunday comes and she informs me that she had just heard from another company that they would be here Monday morning find it interesting that someone was actually working for this company on a Sunday in this town and be able to call her and let her know this but whatever again it's not a 24-hour notice and my apartment does need to be safe since surgery I sleep like a rock and completely miss my alarms that sound like police sirens going off so yeah we need these smoke alarms to be working. <laughs> yeah. So the new person that comes in our apartment Monday morning sets his ladder down and looks at the plug from the prior smoke alarm and tells her that it's a 120 wiring and he loses license. 120 or 220. I can't remember. But he'd lose his license if he touched it because the plug is completely different from the plug that is on the new smoke alarm. And she is going to have to hire an actual electrician to come in and change out the smoke alarms for her. I'm rather confused on where the batteries were that she was going to bring with her to try and see how they did, as she didn't bring anything with her but her phone. She also tells me that she had called the best fire department ever and they told her that she can just get us a smoke alarm and we can set it on the dresser in my kids bedroom and that will work just as good as having the smoke alarm on the ceiling. I found that to be interesting considering that when I was a property manager just a couple of years ago it specifically stated in the installation instructions that a smoke alarm is supposed to be installed either on the ceiling or on a spot just a couple of feet from the ceiling on a wall. I don't ever remember it stating that it can just be tossed on the top of a dresser. If that was the case, I would have put all of them on the dresser. Same with how she told me I could just put it up with 
I'll put it up on the wall using command strips, and that would be fine too. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm not responsible for the maintenance of this building. So no, I won't be using command strips to install a smoke alarm here. Well, she apparently got lost or misplaced her phone or maybe was even abducted by aliens. I have no idea. But it's Tuesday now, and we still have yet to hear from her again. Or see these two new smoke alarms that she was just going to run to Walmart and get for us. Yeah. You could say this was definitely the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I'm done and over living anywhere that shares a wall with another unit or has an inadequate management staff. I mean, seriously, when I was a property manager, the companies I worked for were incredibly huge on safety and maintenance. If I had a stack of paperwork to get done, they would require me They would require me to set the, that aside and focus on the maintenance instead. This company here in the staff doesn't seem to care about safety or maintenance. After all, it took her over a year to replace my broken dishwasher. But yet I saw her install two dishwashers in that year before people moved into the vacant units. I'm the first tenant in this unit as we moved in just shortly after the building was built. And this is our four, our fifth year. Yeah, fifth year of being here. Apparently, the longer you live here, the less they care about the maintenance of your unit. So anyway, let's move on a bit more. I know I'm not going to get everything said in this episode that I want to, and I didn't even get into what I initially started off with about why I'm even here. So you'll have to wait for next week and hear more. Plus, my computer's dying on me. I need to go plug it in. But first, before I go, yeah, I'm done dealing with this property manager. And since I homeschool my kids, we're talking about spending some time traveling in a year and looking for some nice land that we can build our home on and make it our own. I really feel for the people that have to opt for living in an apartment and are not apartment people. I'm not an apartment person. I grew up in the outdoors. Basically all my life, I was really only in indoors because it was too cold to be outdoors for too long or because we were sleeping or whatnot. My kids grew up the same way until we moved here. Dex never liked having the kids play in the backyard at his dad's house because the HOA would flip out about it when actually it was his dad that would flip out about it. That's a whole different story, but trust me, we'll get into because there's a lot to talk about there. Okay, I honestly think I've probably said enough for one night and I need to go before I give myself a migraine and need a full frontal lobotomy to fix my brain. In all honesty though, Please, if the building you live in, or whatever, gets hit by lightning, seriously call 911 and have them send the fire department to check things out. There are great firefighters out there, and we did have some here, but things do happen, and it's better to have someone else look at things and give you the all clear. 
than to take the chance and not have anyone look at anything at all. Practice fire safety with your family or those that live with you and make sure that you have a plan not only for the humans in the unit, but also for the animals in the unit. For us, we definitely lose our cat or lose a life looking for the cat because that sick cat hides in the strangest places and hates being found. He finds you, not you finding him. Our dog would probably be the same way because she doesn't like to be picked up and it would be rather hard to get her out of an upstairs building having to carry her because she's freaking out. Like I always say, though, and remind my kids, even though we'd be incredibly sad to lose an animal in a fire, we'd be even more incredibly sad to lose a human in a fire. They may all be family members and irreplaceable, but it's better to let the firefighters look and rescue rather than it's, it is for us to look and rescue. I'm actually seriously considering buying my own emergency ladders for each room, as that would be much safer than jumping from the window if something were to happen here. Who knows? Maybe I'll strike gold or something and be able to move out of this place before next September. Either way, do your own due diligence, because playing a tag with your insurance company to take care of your insurance claim, covering all the items you've lost, can be a nightmare and a headache as mine is becoming now. Anyway, I don't know about you, but I think I rambled and mumbled enough for one night. I'm going to bed. Sleep tight and nighty-night.